0: It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Yeah. Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. To start a family. To buy a home. Have a go. Have, have a, go. a go. go. And get a fair go when they have, have that go. Get a job. Work hard. work hard. Yep. a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This
1: is the best country go. in the world.
0: Yes, another episode of the Have A Go podcast. My name's Dave Edwards and I am joined, as I am ever, each week
2: by Dane Eldridge. Welcome once again to the show. Thanks, Dave. Pleasure to be here with you again, mate, as we sink our teeth into another critical issue that's facing Australians today.
0: Well, we only deal with critical issues on the Have A Go podcast. Of course. And that's why you're here, why you're listening. And if you are listening, you can leave us a review if you want. We're on iTunes, all the other shit, I think.
2: Yeah, we're across multiple platforms, but don't ask us what the handles are. But just, I don't know, maybe Google it or something. Don't be lazy. Yeah. But also, and if you don't want to leave a positive one, just, just don't leave a review. Yeah. If you, have, if you have a thought, you don't have to put it on the internet. Okay. Unless it's good, then do it.
0: Yeah. Okay, Yeah. Cool. yeah. Now, we're glad we got that out of the way. It's housekeeping. We've so we've coached our um, listeners. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, today we're talking about a subject that's dear to my heart, dear to your heart, dear to the hearts of millions of Australians. We're talking about buying a home. The Great Australian Dream. Mate, Australians are absolutely obsessed with property. We love talking about it. We love reading about it. We love watching reality TV about it. We love renovating and adding value to it. We love negatively gearing it. We fucking love
2: everything about property in this country.
0: What the fuck's wrong with us?
2: Oh, it's it's a it's an affliction, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's a it's an advantage to have shelter, isn't it? I mean, it that's what it comes down to. It's a fundamental. Mm. But in lowest hierarchy needs shelter course. is fucking way up there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hot here, so it's good to have a roof. Um, mm. But yeah, just in this country we just seem to take it too far, don't we? It's yeah. just everywhere. I mean, look, even in the Sunday paper, you know, there's a bloody real estate lift out, yeah. which is fine, but it actually has a section about celebrities that have moved in the market. Mm. You know, like you know, if a former member of High Five has just sold. A fucking Lewisham two better for one point eight. We want to know about it, you know. We 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 desperately want to know about it. We want to know how much they made and whether they're better people than us, not just as humans, but in capital gains as well. And that's just part of of our psyche, isn't it? Property is everything. Well,
0: mate, I love reading stories about you know how much Shane Warns' ritzy Brighton <laughs> mansion fetched on the weekend's auction, or didn't fetch. Maybe it was passed in. Who knows? Yeah, and just thinking about
2: that. That amount, the gap there, and whether or not Warnie's going to make it, you yeah, know, mate. Like in- or
0: where you know Roxy Jasenko's is just offloaded. That's her- right. <laughs> it's always offloaded. <laughs> That's right. Her, her you know, yeah. eastern suburbs property through yeah. uh, celebrity agent Gavin yeah. Rubenstein. That's I mean, right. I love reading that stuff, and we'll get we'll get to the the cultural impact of property a little bit later in the podcast. But I mean, let's firstly talk about the Great Australian Dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is so much more than shelter, as you said. It's a real dream. I mean, every night I dream about my. Great Australian Dream, specifically my mortgage repayments and <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm locked into a fixed loan at an eye-wateringly high interest rate. But I mean, post World War II is kind of when it really began. The Great Australian Dream would just come out of a we'd just come <laughs> out of a war, uh, and everyone just wanted to own that that slice of suburbia. You know, that detached uh, home on a quarter acre block. That was the dream. Definitely is is was. the dream
2: still? There for Australians, would you say? Well, I think I think it is. It's never been harder to to attain the dream. It just makes me think we we all wanted a house after the war. But what what the hell were we doing before the war? Like <laughs> do we all just couch surfing or something? It's 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 boggles the mind. A lot line. of share housing, I yeah. think,
0: between yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. nineteen eighteen and nineteen thirty nine. Yeah,
2: just living with students. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, you're right. Yeah. You know, so after the war, it really sparked a revolution, didn't it? All Australians wanted their little piece of piece of, of the nation. And after we just um you know toppled the Nazis, it was time to stop having baths yeah. in the river and get our own bathrooms
0: well, we just knocked over the nazi we knocked over the nazis so right. we thought let's let's fucking get into the market and you know it was the golden age of property you know off the back of post world war 2 to near the mid 70s i think home ownership went up to 70% up from 50% during that time Unbelievable. So a lot of blokes with mortgages back then <laughs> And there still are today. But, you know, we were salivating over that slice of suburbia, as I said, the barbecues, the pools, the backyard cricket. Hills hoist. Hills hoist, veggie gardens, all well that kind grass. of gear. Yep. Um, you know, obviously now we can just shop online <laughs> and, you know, kids spend all day inside playing Call of Duty. So, I mean, is the great Australian dream a little bit different today, would you say?
2: Definitely. It definitely is. And it's, uh, it's been modified for the modern age, i.e. you can't get it. Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> what's getting harder to attain, isn't it? I mean, higher density living spaces, apartments with shared common areas. What the? F- that's not the dream.
2: Well, I mean, it's the, it's the birthright of every Australian to to have a house, isn't it? Mm. I mean, everyone should have a house. Yeah. But if you don't have one by now, you probably never will. Well,
0: that's uh, well. There's there's an there are opportunities. I mean, home and land packages, I hear, are a thing. I mean, you can, uh, you know, there's some great deals to be had if you're prepared to sacrifice literally all your non-negotiables.
2: Yeah, and live in a uh, bushfire prone area, but yeah, beautiful uh,
0: scenery. Well, even COVID can't stop this obsession, mate. I mean, Sydney house prices have never been higher. You know, we're constantly in our homes now as well due to a pandemic pandemic. Uh, I mean, what's going on? I mean, in my suburb, for example, there's so many people are now paying more attention to their homes than ever before. I mean, I walk outside my house and I can just hear the distant hum of triple
2: M blaring out from transistor (laughs) radios. Everyone's trying to improve... The home. That's true. Well, it's the DIY era, isn't it? I mean, Bunnings is writ large in all of the <laughs> all of our minds, and we're basically just turned into a nation of um, amateur carpenters. And mm-hmm. uh, who needs a DA? You know <laughs> what I mean? If I want a third bedroom, if I want a fourth bedroom, yep. I'm just going to fucking build it. I'll just look up a YouTube video online and get my hammer out, and voila! There's mm-hmm. some extra value on my home. But um, but yeah, <laughs> look. I mean, look. It, it is a it is a tough time in Australia. Like we were saying, it's never been more out of reach, and we're mm-hmm. probably going to touch on that a bit later. But. It's affordability, it's availability, yeah. it's all those things that were accessible a while back, but now all that's really available to middle Australia is you're going to end up in high density living. You're probably going to end up in the opal building, or living oh, on, right. <laughs> or you're going to you're going to live on a house that's sinking into landfill. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's there are, there are some pitfalls out there. Well,
0: it was tough times. I mean, one, I mean, during COVID particularly, there's been kind of an exodus from the city. A lot of. Uh, Australians have been moving into the regions, your area, kind of moving into coastal areas, having that sea change or tree change. So I guess the, the demographics are changing somewhat as well. I mean, people are people are moving elsewhere other than just the cities.
2: Yeah, that's right. So basically everyone's fucked and um, okay. we're just moving out of the cities. Um, yeah. So basically everyone's in trouble except for boomers and developers. So mm. if anyone over 65 or from lend-lease is listening at the moment, you <laughs> might as well switch off because you're probably okay. But... Yeah, everyone else is moving to the outer fringes because that's all they can afford at the moment. You know, like pro- the cost of houses are rated at, you know, 110% of, y- of annual income, which is, right. you know, more than what you're making from what I can tell. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's really hard. So And uh, that's personally what happened to me. I I, I, um, I crave the city life. I'm, I'm unapologetic about that. Mm. But uh, I had to give up my dream and, and move out to the fringes because, you know, I wanted a bloody house. Yeah. I don't want to sit in the rain and I've got kids as well. Um, well,
0: thankfully, know, because house prices are driving up in the regions because of these elites, these elite boomers (laughs) with their swollen super moving out into your parts and driving up prices. You as an owner, you know, you're laughing.
2: Well, I am, I am. You you might still
0: achieve that city dream.
2: I could, but I'm taking the principled stance here, Eddowes. You know what I mean? Of course my value's gone up. It's gone through the bloody roof, to be honest, (laughs) out the side of my mouth, (laughs) sitting on a bit of an egg, to be honest. But uh, yeah, but in saying that, the boomers are coming out and they're diluting. They're diluting the market. They're making it inaccessible for everyone else and this is the bloody problem. Yeah, you're right. Well, speaking of
0: boomers, um, I mean, they love watching reality TV. I've always said that. And I would probably (laughs) blame... At the advent of reality television and lifestyle television for a lot of the, uh, the cultural obsession that we have around property. And uh, I mean, if you think back to the 2000s when the block. Exploded onto our scenes, you know, Scotty Cam, the the blue collar larrikin millionaire, <laughs> with his effortless larrikin charm, um, you know, watching regular Australians mm. renovate dilapidated apartment blocks and then making an absolute fucking mozza at auction. That was captivating television. That was beamed into our living rooms. This is what you can do if you invest in property. You know, property is the number
2: one asset in Australia, and it, fuck me, it goes up. It certainly does. And you know what? There's an argument to be made that going on the block is the new great australian dream you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah. probably actually more accessible than getting into the fucking market at the moment mm. is to go on the block <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> Scotty Cam's got a lot to fucking answer for in my book. Doesn't he? Would you say that?
2: I mean, he is. I mean, the, he um, he maintains the brand. He's got the Bisley uh, workwear yeah. uh, deal that he does. So you know, he's still he's still wearing uh, utility shorts, but he's probably driving around in mm. an Audi SUV. Yeah, uh, yeah. So a little gig with the government as well, didn't he? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. I think there was Spokesman? a little, little, little side earner little side there for gig? him. Yeah, yeah. Just to promote something. I don't know what it was, but
0: and you think about others like Jamie Jury. I mean, yeah. where's he gone? I mean, he was the start of it all. Manpower and property improvements yeah. combining.
2: More of a garden guy.
0: Uh, Jamie yeah. is a
2: bit appealed to the feminine side of um, of the viewership. But, well, I think uh, that was when
0: property got sexy. I mean, before that <laughs> it was, you know, Burke's backyard and less said about Don Burke, the better.
2: <laughs> well, it's sexy in a different way, but Don was, wasn't he? But, um, but yeah, look, you're right. The, the, the culture of, um, of celebrity agents is, is massive in Australia. And it was only to a few years ago that I discovered that people actually bought and sold property um, without, the, without the help of Andrew Winter on the Selling Houses Australia. Like people actually have to do it on their own. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit of an eye opener for me. But, um... well, is all this, is this obsession healthy, would
0: you say? I mean, I'm not quite sure. I mean, property's on the tip of everyone's tongue. I mean, it dominates our lives. Our conversations, social interactions. I mean, if you're at a barbecue or a social function and you're speaking to someone you just met, the easiest thing to do is to just pivot to property. Of course. I mean, I, sometimes when I just walk outside my house in the NOS and I, I just openly say the, the phrase, little too better in Anandale. <laughs> And suddenly just 60 people have enveloped me with follow-up questions. You know, what's the aspect? Does it have a courtyard? Well, yep. It's just
2: everywhere. that We talk about it. We froth on it. We certainly do. I just stand out my front with a bloody megaphone and sky right. You know what I mean? I've got a three better. Mate, this property obsession, it
0: will have an impact on future generations and their ability to get into the market on their own terms. I mean, children are living at home for longer. We've seen the stats. You know, they're sleeping in their childhood bedroom until the age of 30, 35, while their boomer parents, you know,
2: continue to amass immense wealth on their property. Do you worry about the future for our children? Constantly, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm worrying all the time. I mean, there is a lot of merit in, um, you know, living in the east wing of your boomer parents mm. um, mansion well into your 40s. Don't get me wrong, as a parent, that sounds very attractive. But for the wider population, I think we're in a big, uh, big hole and mm. I don't know how we're going to get out of it, to be honest. Oh, that's pretty fucking concerning. Just
1: 40 kilometres from the nearest body of water, Lexapro Springs is as refreshing as it sounds. Premium, leafy living environments for aspirational Australians. A relaxed, socially engineered family lifestyle. Just four easy train line changes from the CBD. More than just homes. Communities.
2: Hi there, Dean Seaman here, CEO of Cladcorp. Here at Cladcorp, we just want to help Australians get on with the business of living. You can pick from our fairly limited menu of design options and still feel like you're building your dream home from scratch. As one of Australia's leading property developers, we specialise in poorly designed cookie cutter properties built on the cheap and marketed as the great Australian dream. You might think that's disingenuous, but fuck me, the margins are good. <laughs> no, seriously, we're very proud to be associated with the new priority growth area development at Lexapro Springs.
1: Green Spaces. Ample Street Frontage, a truly premium suburb to buy into, whether you're a family or an investor. Have we said premium enough yet? Hope so. Land and home packages from $600,000, just $180,000 higher than the median house price for the suburb next door.
0: We moved in six months ago and I have to say it's been one of the best decisions we've made as a family. There's honestly no better place to raise six kids under the age of seven. I can't wait until a school finally opens up here. Some drinking water would be good too. I also heard the NBN's coming in 2029, so hopefully I can get a job working remotely. Uh, There's absolutely no industry here yet. Hang on a second. Kids, keep it down. Daddy's trying to do a promo. Sorry about that. (laughs) I hope some other people get here soon. It's
2: getting pretty lonely. Elite schools, hip wine bars, vineyards, business parks, a thriving town centre, mobile phone reception, all these things are tentatively roadmapped for the future. Clearly, Lexapro Springs is just about to take off.
1: Lexapro Springs. Words that instantly invoke thoughts of wealth creation, success and middle-class mortgage anxiety. Register today and experience unparalleled lifestyle tomorrow. Have a go. Podcast. Have a go. Welcome to the Have a Go Podcast. Have a go. Podcast. Australia. Australia. Have a go. Have a go.
0: Very pleased to have social commentator and comedian Luke Heggie. In the studio with us, welcome to the show, mate. Oh, day, Luke.
3: I'm very pleased to be here. Thanks great so, to man. have
0: you. And this week on the Have A Go podcast, we've been talking about buying a home. Mm. The great Australian dream, as they used to call it. Yeah. Still do, apparently. Um, you're not a homeowner. No. Of the three people in this room, you're the only one that isn't. Yeah. What's, um,
2: what's surprising, in in it?
3: Because I'm probably the biggest winner here. You and are. Yet, there I am. Lifetime I Lifetime renter.
2: You yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, it's, you know, you look
3: it, unburdened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. relaxed. Yeah, of course. Fine. Your Just body radiates, radiates off you. i got nothing hanging over my fucking head. Not at all. I don't know anyone, anything. You're getting a bond back. Maybe. Maybe. You're fucking winning. should see what I did to the walls. <laughs> I'm probably not going to get the fucking bond back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking nailing some art into those oh, walls. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's got its pitfalls renting. We've, we've tried to move units, let's face it, not houses, um, yep. uh, a few times in the last 12 months because of COVID, we thought a hot diggity. No backpackers, no fucking students. We'll get a three-bedroom place. Mm. Get our kids their own rooms.
0: Good time to cash in as well. COVID, yeah, rent's gone down.
3: There's got to be winners. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it went down a bit. Yeah, we thought, oh, we'll get a bigger place here. Dog fucked us, didn't it? Right, but did he? Can't have a dog. I thought they were getting a bit more
0: relaxed yeah. about that. They yeah, they like
2: opening the scope because they need the business? So yeah, well, dog, dogs are like they say that, but you still got to declare you got a dog when you apply. And then it's that's like, just got like, stigma, doesn't it?
3: Absolutely. It's like hiring, a, like hiring a pregnant woman. You can say, look, you didn't yeah. get a job because you're shit. But clearly, you're just going <laughs> to be a hindrance to our business. Uh, how hiring, old are you? How fertile are you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Show me how many you? eggs you've got. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, I mean, you can't have a dog in a unit. We've got one in ours. But I, mean, you can, I think there's, there's loopholes and stuff. If you want to be dishonest, you can say, I've got an assistance dog. Yeah, he yeah, just, right, just be called yeah. a fucking dog. Yeah. But, this but he is won't bark, yeah. though. He doesn't bark though. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. He's educated. Yeah. When, you know, dogs do less damage to an apartment than a child. Yeah. Mad. Should have Course. no
0: children. Yeah. Dogs don't have 12 beers and fucking tear their place up on a Friday Absolutely. night. No. Dogs
2: don't have people around. You know what no, I mean? they
3: don't. Yeah. and yeah. 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 no, they're um, much better. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, the, the, the homeowner, so I'm a lifetime renter. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, I'm not going to own anything. I'm not going to die owning anything. I'm not burdened by that.
0: You're not going to pass that on to the next generation. Just a fuck, fuck off no. mortgage. No way. No. Yeah. Okay. Not leaving anything.
3: No, that's good.
2: And yeah and, that? yeah. and as I was mentioning before, I'm am down from a regional centre, as mm. I'd like to mention at least twice every minute. On Contractually this podcast. obliged to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your position on regional Australia and the, and the real estate market out there? And is is it a feasible option for you know? inner city dwellers to actually move up there and still feel something about themselves.
3: I mean, it's always an option to move to a regional centre, but the problem is you've got to live at the fucking central coast or somewhere. <laughs> well, it's, you know, financially feasible, but mm. what, is that socially, is, is that, that what life? you want to do, yeah. Is that still life? You still,
0: I, th- I think technically it's life.
3: I'd rather be dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, some people go, oh, you could afford a house out in some shithole. An industrial area, you could get your fucking plot of land, put a stake
2: in the ground. You go, mm. Yeah,
3: I'll just die. Thanks, I'll be all right. <laughs> awesome.
2: They did actually make me uh, extract my soul and hand it over before <laughs> yeah. I got the keys, so you're right. I mean, it is yeah. the problem with places
3: like that, is that like Australians, you know, not good at much, but very, very good bunch of fucking Bevans just infesting nice areas. Like some of the most geographically beautiful areas in the postcard perfect. Mm. Well, you can't see the fucking mosquitoes in the postcard for a start. That's the worst. But you don't, also, don't, you don't see the cameraman. He's got a fucking mullet. And he's, he's just robbed some kid of his, of his hot bucket of
2: chips. He's got one child in one arm, just chloroform around the mouth. And yeah. just, oh, bang, there's a nice well, they're, vista. They're grubs. It's just, it's just Westies by the sea, that joint. Yeah. Cool, so good not feasible. For, for living there.
3: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> good luck to everyone and their families.
0: So that's you're obviously not a, a homeowner and never will be, but you have con- helped construct homes oh. um, because a side gig for you is kind of working on building sites.
3: Like the young ones, obviously they're up to no good if they're if they're in a position to buy a house. Um, so some of them inherit money, which is yeah arguably up to no good too. But also, generally they're, they're running some sort of Ponzi scheme or something. Hmm. Their wife's a businesswoman who's made some. Fucking soap out of alpaca spoof or something. <laughs> Byron Bay style business, Yeah, uh, shipping that to China. And, and the bloke is, Main markets
0: is, are Bondi, Bali, and yeah. Byron. these, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the distribution just, the channels are.
3: Bondi Buddhism. That's yeah. sort of-
0: I'll tell you what, Buddha
3: has gone quite lenient on people who want to gather wealth. Mm. A lot of rich Buddhists. <laughs> I didn't
2: know that. He's just looking yeah. past it, isn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah, be
0: fucking rolling yeah. in his grave he would, if he was... I don't know if he's in a grave, but he would be fucking rolling in it if he knew that his brand was being exploited. Oh. Maybe he's
2: actually rolling in it if he's got any kickbacks from it, possibly. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, but all he'd, that he'd hippie, be pissed off. All that
3: hippie culture's been fucking, you know, just just taken by uh, by uh, eastern suburbs, Sydney types, we're all getting in on that, just... Like, there's always these people I work for. Some fucking bloke will come home and he's, he's doing deals on his laptop and he's got a rashion on or something.
0: And, and you're walking around him with, like, you know, some kind of construction yeah. stuff just trying to oh, build yeah. his, his dream renovation and, and he's on his laptop.
3: And they're not embarrassed. Well, you know, as a man, you should just be doing your own fucking reno. You should be. They've got these soft little powered hands and they're doing deals and shit. They've got no shoes on. They're still stealing my fucking super yeah. in the background. <laughs> and they've got the help there. You know, And they, they come over and go, oh, look, if I had time, I'd just do this myself.
0: You know, Would you fuck fuckhead? No. <laughs> I'm going ha- to have a shit in your wall cavity. <laughs> Speak to me like that. What are they usually renovating? Are they that little, little study nook or a uh, veranda or one of those
2: hammocks? Parents' Retreat, Media Room. Uh, oh, that stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. Media Room. It's a fucking TV. Yeah. Like, I mean, even I, you know, coming from where I am, you know, even I know that's all shit. You know oh. what I mean? Like Up in McMansion City, where, where I live, yeah. on the big blocks.
3: I mean, there's no embarrassment there. There's no sense of shame. The bigger the TV, the bigger the fuckhead, yeah. as, <laughs> a, as a general rule. We had to buy a TV not that long ago, because house became defunct somehow. I've well, we only had it for 15 years or something. It's fucking gone. 15 years. You
0: can't, you can't get... <laughs> was it one of those ones on. that are flat or did it have the fucking big bulky shit it had on the back? revolting big bulky
2: back. You, you tried to do a software update and it just went, what the fuck's a software <laughs> update? Well, that's, that's not far from the truth. <laughs> yeah.
0: had to get up on the roof and fucking hold the, hold the antenna up I've, just to I've get a reception. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But then, yeah, I had to get a new TV. Weighed about fucking 500 grams. Mm. And the smallest one was... Fuck, I don't know, man. It must be 50 centimetres across. That's the smallest one in the shop. Mm. Yeah, I just want a little one. Yeah, this Mm. is the littlest. Yep.
0: Nah, no good. It's funny, yeah, because I mean, in in modern Australia, room sizes, you know, plots are getting smaller, but TVs are getting fucking enormous. Yeah. Mm. That's not working out. Do they still have it? it used to be a thing, a room about this size, you'd have a TV bigger than that, and those big sticks
3: behind the couch surround sound.
0: Yeah. Mm. people
3: still doing that? Yeah,
2: I think so. Oh, I'm oh, setting up on. different
0: speakers around the, yeah. around the house. Yeah.
2: My dad's got that, so I think, that's, I think that's all you need to know. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Someone <laughs> made a lot of fucking coin it's out of that surround sound down stuff. Fuck yeah. senico special. Play, <laughs> playing your games,
2: surround sound. Come over. It's just like the movies. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so the property bubble, I mean, we talk a lot about... The bubble and whether mm. it's going to fucking burst or not in yeah. Australia. And we're just, we're just sinking all sorts of cash into this market. Do mm. you reckon it's going to burst? Or well, do we just like talking about the bubble?
3: We've been talking about that for decades. Like like families like mine sitting there going, you know, when it bursts, and it will burst, they've been talking about it. Yep. It's got to happen. <laughs> Uh, we'll just swoop in with our 20 grand we've saved mm. over the course of our lives and just get a fucking house, yeah, like a full house, <laughs> nice suburb everything. Yeah, Some prick will give me the keys. Just go, I don't want the debt anymore. I'm fucking out of here. Do you want my house? Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just waiting for the apocalypse, basically. Yeah, well, yeah. And you're not going to pay for it. You'll just walk in and take that like a squatter. You'll just walk you into someone's fuck-off mansion and just say, that's mine now.
3: Well, you've got to take That's things. the long game. By force, as has been evidenced recently. There's only one option. And that's to take things by force. Insurrection. And people are people are weak because they're not weaponised anymore hmm. and they're just weak. You just bash them and take this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Eh? Well,
0: that's good to know. Mm. Have a go. Where do you go for Australia's biggest range of freezers, fridges, laundry, kitchen appliances, barbecues and etc.? Hello, Harvey Norman? Appliance legends that's who all right i got it we ain't jerking that's the way we do it lowest price and free delivery you ain't working that's the way we do it put it on lay by 60 months interest free that oven ain't working warranty not included (laughs) that business ethics are fucking scum (laughs) Maybe get yourself a second hand toaster. Maybe get second degree burns on your thumb. We, we
3: gotta, gotta
0: move these microwave ovens before we hit insolvency. insolvency. Please come and buy our refrigerators. Please come and buy your color TV. Appliance Legends, save us from insolvency. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Uh, look, uh, I'll leave uh, social media to its own devices. devices. Um, social media is kind of like electronic graffiti and uh, you wouldn't
2: report what's sprayed up on the walls of uh, buildings. buildings. Uh, it's anonymous. anonymous. Uh, it's often very abusive. abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dane, you and I are homeowners. We certainly are and it's not, it's all, it's not all it's cracked up to be, to be honest. I mean, both sides of the divide are in trouble. You don't have a home, you don't have a home. Not good. When you do have a home, you have all of the trimmings that come with that, all of the responsibilities, all of the pressures. And uh, I just want to get the word out that it's not everything. You know what I mean? It's not that good over this side of the fence.
0: So do you want to, I mean, let's, maybe we can run through some quick pros and cons of home ownership. Mm. You've started with the cons. Do you want to start with the cons? What are the drawbacks of owning your own property?
2: Well, first of all, like I said before, I had to give up my metropolitan dreams um, to compromise in a regional area, which isn't that bad, but it's, um, you know, I'm I'm not in the city, I'm not paying $7 for a coffee. So it really hurts me um, that I have to deal with that. If I want to go buy clothes, I can't just go to like, um, you know, a high-end retailer. I have to go to Country Target, which is not great, but, mm. um, and also even this week, there was a book that came out from uh, Matt, Mc- uh, sorry, an excerpt from the Matt McConaughey book, who All was right. he actually spent some time in the region I live in and he All called right. it a living hell. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this good, good was publicity. Any yeah, publicity is good publicity. Yeah, well, that's right. But I think it was uh, back. Uh, this was pre Opal Card day, so we probably just had some troubles with the public transport network. I'd say it's yeah. probably nothing to do with where I live. But, but yeah, that's probably the main things. Not to disparage where I live, but there's just and and then obviously you're talking about mortgage. You're yep. talking about dealing with neighbours, excess, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, there's
0: a lot of drawbacks to owning your own home. Uh, One of the ones I've discovered is that I've developed an existential fear of big picture state government projects, infrastructure projects, which have the potential to significantly devalue my property. So, I mean, we're in the inner west of Sydney and we recently got a letter from Transport New South Wales, uh, the state government, saying that they're going to be making a compulsory acquisition of subsurface land. Oh, nice. Which is always a nice little letter to get in the mail. Yeah. So this is a, this is so they can build the controversial West Connex tunnel. Yep, yep. Which is, you know, always in the headlines. Um, so I'm sure you've heard about that. But anyway, this tunnel is going to be 50 metres under our house. So i probably never need to actually go that deep under my house. <laughs> I mean, even if you're burying a body that's like six feet. Yeah, you wouldn't go any further than six. Um, yep. But it's just a bit fucking disconcerting to be told by the government you know, we're going to be doing this.
2: Yeah, and it's very final, isn't it? They're not approaching you passively. You no, know, it's nothing just, passive about it. Yeah, we're here to acquire if necessary. Um, hand it over. Give us the keys. And we're also,
0: because we're also under a flight path. So I've got planes 20 metres above my house mm-hmm. and then there's going to be these fucking trucks under me soon. You're in a public transport sandwich. Can't put a price on the serenity though.
2: No, of course not. That's one of the things I miss. It's so, the sound of flights going over the
0: top. So, I mean, so that's one big drawback for me. Another one that I would say is... So now that I'm a homeowner, I get a disproportionately agitated response to junk mail. (laughs) So I've put a really nice, polite, no junk mail sign on our letterbox. And yet I'm still getting more fucking
2: pamphlets than ever before. Mm, It's like they don't care. They want their five cents a drop. So Mm. no little signs going to stop them from doing that. Mate, I'd rather just put my email address on the letterbox.
0: (laughs) Just just email me the ads. I'll take my chances on the privacy issues. Just give me a banner ad. So the majority of pamphlets I'm getting are for high end investment property opportunities, or wow. Montessori school brochures, or, or letters personally delivered by my local Greens MP. Yeah, what's the Greens? Well, the, <laughs> the Greens are a progressive political party <laughs> that you may or I, may not have heard of, because you're from the regions. Perhaps yeah, the Greens I haven't.
2: Don't got, think they've made it up there got yet. Up there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, are they just like a offshoot of the Labor Party, perhaps? I don't know. They they they
0: tend to reside in inner city enclaves, <laughs> and anyway, okay. So, so do you get any pamphlets? I mean, you you live in the region, so you must be getting different pamphlets. Yeah, we I'm do.
2: Getting. Yeah, we do. But they're um, obviously uh, a little bit more budget than the ones you get. Right. Things like um, you know, uh, big W, Audi, things What's like that. Big W. <laughs> Big W, Big W is like a major a retailer that offers products at at low low prices. Um, right, you might not have them don't down here. I think we have them. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: okay, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, anyway, let's move on to the pros because there are some pros of owning your own property. I guess we should probably. Tackle those, yeah, Who definitely. Remiss of us not to any for you,
2: yeah, hundreds. I mean, look, obviously the bricks and mortar aspect, the tangible feel of having a home, uh, the status, you know what I mean. You, you go, so in my mind, technically owning one property is is a portfolio. So yep. I can tell people that, that that's the case. Um, but most of all, it's the, it's uh, getting into the market and getting that punch's chance at getting into Sydney. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And I'm not and I'm not talking about you know just anywhere out on the fringe. I'm talking about the real Sydney, you know, the, the suburbs that you can't afford. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So having a bit of capital getting in, in on the ladder gives you that dream, that unattainable dream.
0: Yeah. Tangible bricks and mortar, you know, it, it's, it's important. I mean, no one sends me a text to say congrats when my share portfolio goes up by 20% year on year.
2: <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> me neither. But um, probably uh, one of the other things that I want to do, obviously, is to get back into the city and, and that's um, probably just to get closer to terrorism. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Well, that is one of the good things. That is one of the good things about living under a flight path as well. Whenever I see a plane, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, but you just know that, geez, how good's this city?
2: (laughs) Got to love this city. Got to
0: love this city, mate. You got to love it. mate. For me, one pro about home ownership is the sense of personal satisfaction and the heightened feeling of masculinity that comes with mowing my own lawn. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can relate to that. Definitely can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these days, there are very few opportunities for a white-collar man like myself to feel close to nature that connection to the earth while also performing a traditionally gendered domestic (laughs) task. And I mean, I don't personally subscribe to 1950s era traditional values, but it's just so happened in my relationship that it's a task that I've secured and And, it's my responsibility to mow the lawn. And I fucking love it.
2: And of course, and you will will establish that as your position because Mm. it's one of the last bastions in an ever changing world where you can freely be a man. The the grass isn't going to stop growing. It's not going to stop growing, mate. No, I've got
0: to take care of it. Even if I only have got two metres squared of grass, I'll still use a petrol mower.
2: (laughs) I'm not using one of those electric jobs from Bunnings. No, not (laughs) let's not go there. Um, And how do you go starting the mower, mate? Uh, Well, I've got a very old
0: Victor mower from the 80s that my dad gave to me. Okay. So not very well. Okay. Um, It's bigger than the actual plot of grass that I'm trying to grow generally, but it t- usually takes a few starts. Mm. And I always get a little bit conscious when I am trying to start the mower that someone over the fence is hearing and judging me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that too. If I don't get mine started within three pools, I just turn around and dad's standing behind me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, mowing the lawn is something I can do myself as well. And that's something that you have to kind of acknowledge when you become a homeowner is that these are your responsibilities now. You can't call a bloke to do it. No, that's and right. And mowing the lawn, I can do. I mean, everything else I have to call a handyman. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Our washing machine stopped working the other day. Mm. Had to call a bloke. He came around, fixed it within three seconds and just gave me a lecture. $180
2: call out for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know how that is. Don't feel ashamed of that, mate. I'm the same. I mean, I got a man to come and change a washer the other day and I tipped him as well because I yeah. was just like, thank you so much for exposing me to your manhood. Okay. So we've briefly tackled the pros
0: and cons of home ownership. Any recommendations for the industry, how can we get more people into the property market, how can we make the property market more sustainable, that kind of thing?
2: Well, mate, as, as I as I want to do a lot, I just think government intervention is the way to go. We just need mm. to regulate everything. Yep. Um, and I think what we just need to do is um, introduce a costly new statutory department that comes in and just somehow fixes it. I don't know how they fix it, but basically what will happen is over time it will eventually get neglected and uh, it will be starved of funding and then we'll just look good for privatisation, just sell it off to John McGrath. <laughs> So, um, that's the way I think it should work. Either that or just stop adding heights to the end of shitty suburb names.
0: Oh, they'd love doing that, don't they? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, that would be what I would think. Uh, What about you, mate? Yeah.
0: So, obviously, auctions are a brand awareness play for auctioneers and real estate agents, as you know. But it's actually shown that sale prices are higher at auctions than they are if they were sold at a private sale. Right. So, given that no one really has any good ideas about how to get house prices down, I'd say... As a suggestion, maybe we could insist on a mandatory cover charge to attend a Saturday auction. (laughs) So kind of like how you'd pay a cover charge to go into an exclusive nightclub. You might have to pay a cover charge just to get into an
2: auction. I mean, I, maybe you get a free drink with it. Yeah, well, and, you, and yeah, you need to book online in advance. Mm. Now, sorry, you can only come at eight fifteen. There's nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, that sounds really good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think journalists—they're not immune from these charges either, because those auction articles are all just contributing to the general madness and hysteria oh, yeah. around property. Definitely. And if less people are attending these auctions, there will be less hysteria at the auctions, and maybe auction sales will be. You know, more transactional and less emotive. Take a bit of the heat out of the auction. Let's see if people want to stump up 20 bucks, 50 bucks, yeah. just to walk by with a piccolo in hand <laughs> on a Saturday and, and, and take a little sticky beak at what's going on.
2: Piccolo essential.
0: Anyway, mate. So, do you think we're any closer to understanding why we as a nation are so obsessed with property?
2: I think we've got a little bit closer, but I'd have to say, mate. Judging things in the cold light of day, that we're pretty fucked. Good to know. For those who have a go. This
3: is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard,
1: work hard.